Hey everybody, uh, welcome to Commercial Real Estate Investing. I'm Tim Diesel. Today we're going to talk about finding the right property. Uh, I think this is extremely important because many investors out there think that it's all about cap rate or the number of doors. Now some of that can be true, but it doesn't apply to everyone. And what, I mean, what if you're just starting out? Maybe you're not comfortable with 100 units. Uh, you want to start with I don't know, 10, 20 units, whatever, uh, whatever the number is for you. But there's a lot of gurus out there teaching you to buy the biggest property you can get your hands on. Now, it's true that larger property is easier to run because of the management aspect, which is quite lengthy to cover now. So I'll create a separate segment on property management companies and how to work with them for you guys. Now let's get back to let's get back to your goal for a second, and why are you doing this? If you ask yourself, you know, must have been a reason that led you here. People generally they don't wake up one day and say, "Today I'm buying an apartment." Um, most of the time, it's an idea they've had for a while. They've been kicking it around. Um, they want a secondary source of income to grow over time. So if you buy a hundred unit class C asset and try to reposition it to a class B because somebody told you you can double your money, uh, you're in for a rude awakening, is all I can tell you. It can be done, but it does take an investment of time, money, some expertise. Uh, so maybe if you have an experienced business partner and you're learning, that's a different story. Um, you know that's that's that could be a little a little easier if you're just kind of riding on their coattails uh, for the experience. All right, so if you've done your prep work and started creating a little roadmap, this should be very easy for you. Um, you can always go to our website www.dieselcommercial.com and you'll see our GPS system that I like to use with my clients there. But you could use whatever you want. It doesn't matter. You could use a napkin, uh, whatever you want to. Take your ideas on and, and write them out just because when you start talking to brokers and evaluating deals, you want to be on your game and know exactly what it is you're looking for and really you know, get the most out of every time so your email isn't filled with a whole bunch of stuff you don't need. So what I like to do is I like to break it down with three broad questions. Everybody should be you should ask yourself before you even take another step into finding the, the property you want. So it's where, size, and operation. All right. So the first thing is, where do you want this property? What area? Now, they all kind of tie into each other because the size and the operation, basically, who's managing it is, you know, if you're managing it yourself, you don't want to drive 50 miles away. And maybe if you're managing it yourself, you don't want it so big. So that's another thing. But if you're not managing it yourself, then you can afford to go with a bigger property and you don't really care so much where it is. So that's kind of, you have to play it, play it by ear there. And if you have, I don't know, three brothers and you guys are all handymen and you can do it yourself, but you want to have it in your backyard, well, that's, that could be a little different too. But if you're a little older, maybe you're, you're not so concerned about who's operating the property because it's not going to be you. Um, so those questions tie into each other. And basically, 
if you want a C-class asset and you're managing yourself and it's an 80-unit property, that might be more challenging. Now, if you want to manage it yourself and it's a 10-unit property and you want it on the beach, uh, I see people doing that all the time. Class A assets, those are uh, much easier. And what I'll do, I don't want to undermine your intelligence here, but uh, let's all be on the same page. And I'll go over class types uh, just really quickly. So class A property are usually 10 years or less. They're usually 10 years old or, or less. And they're kind of well located. They have the latest amenities. They're the most modern, the most functional. Uh, in my opinion, class A properties are the most intensive to manage because your tenants are more demanding. And they also, they, they're uh, slower rental growth. They're usually at the top of the market, so you can't just go, go in raising rents because you're usually there. Uh, let me see. Class B is 15 to 30 years, middle income, fairly good condition. It's kind of like the middle of the road. Uh, then you have Class C, and that's usually 30 to 50 years old, uh, functionally limited, usually master metered. All bills are paid by the owner uh, most of the time, lower middle income to lower income section eight property most of the time that's kind of it has the highest potential for growth it really does because you're i mean you're kind of at the bottom you have a way to raise rents to fix things up make it cleaner turn it around a little bit and then you have class d now as a broker if i'm speaking to another broker we don't use class d that's not something i want you to throw around I'm using class D when I speak to investors and my clients and I want them to understand uh, what we're talking about. So class D is kind of, it's 30 to 100 years old and there's a lot of deferred maintenance. It's non-cash flowing. Uh, maybe it's not in the best part of town. Uh, and so it has long-term uh, rehabs ahead of it. So that's why I use that to identify, hey, this is what we're talking about here. Um, now expense ratios are usually 40 to 60% on multifamily property and they vary because of the different parts of the country that you're in. So heating costs are more expensive in the North. So you're going to be a little closer to 60%. Um, and if you have, let's say, let's say if you have a class C property, expenses are usually about 50%. That's just usually where it is. And that's just an average. So when you start evaluating deals, you will know and understand what type of property you're looking at just by the income and expense statement, the trailing 12. So don't believe the made-up numbers that are on the advertisement there, whatever it is you're looking at, just because they're on a website or some broker sends them to you. Just at first glance, you'll be able to tell what you're kind of looking at. Um, but I don't want you to start looking through numbers and cap rates just yet. Remember, we're identifying the right property and what you're comfortable with owning and operating. And if you know you want to keep a property for a while, then a class A or B is probably the best way to go because you really forget you even own it. And if you're the type that kind of want to get your hands dirty and you don't mind doing a little bit of work, then class C is also another way to go. But Really focusing on the right property that's going to fit your needs, your goals, is, is really the first step because uh, 
I got to tell you, getting into a deal is much, much easier than getting out. So you got to have your exit strategy. If you're trying to sell one of these things, it could be, uh, it could take a while. It takes months in, in a lot of cases. It's not like a, like you're putting a house on the market and then you get, you know, a lot of offers coming in. It doesn't work that way. You got to go through the inspection phase, the financing. I mean, it's, it does take some time. So I hope that was very helpful. If you have any questions or anything, let me know, comment, and I'll get another one for you guys soon. Thank you.